extra, extra, hear all about it. The feds released some big news last week. Let's take a look at what that news is. Is it good news or bad news for the ambulance industry? We'll help you digest the announcement in today's QMC's Board and Collar. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar. News and thought-provoking discussion for today's emergency medical service professional. The Board and Collar podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's Board and Collar podcast from QMC's business development team, Chuck Humphrey. Big news hit the ambulance industry's electronic inboxes last week when the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS, released the calendar year 2020 proposed rule with revisions to payment policies under the physician fee schedule, including other changes to Part B payment policies. Two ambulance industry changes were embedded in the proposed rule. A change to physician certification statement expectations and the establishment of a brand new ambulance data collection system. Now CMS will entertain comments on a proposed rule now through September 27th. The rule will be published in the Federal Register in November, and the intent is for all changes to become effective on January 1, 2020. The proposed rule calls two actions for the ambulance industry, and in this podcast, we will focus on the changes to the physician's certification statement requirement. In future podcasts, we will dig into the second change or the addition and first-time establishment of an ambulance data collection system as mandated by Congress following the multi-year extension of the Medicare add-on payments last year. President Trump campaigned on eliminating unnecessary, obsolete, or excessively burdensome regulations. So it comes as no surprise that CMS pushed for PCS changes, noting that the intention was to add clarity for ambulance suppliers and providers. The proposed rule explains that CMS listened to and is now responding to comments from the ambulance industry stakeholders in proposing these changes. They further explained that the recommendation to alter the structure of the existing regulatory framework was considered, and in the end, it was considered preferable to alter rather than scrap existing rules to be replaced with a brand new set of PCS rules. With this new rule, CMS's goals are to provide the ambulance industry with a bit of flexibility while directing the focus of the PCS away from the form and to place the emphasis on the intent, which has always been backing up with written proof that other transportation options are contraindicating while at the same time establishing patient medical necessity for the transport in question. CMS is now defining two sites of, or types of certification statements. The first is the physician certification statement. The second is the non-physician statement. 
CMS used the proposed rule to remind the industry that they never mandated any single form to act as the PCS. CMS used language in the proposed rule to boldly state that the intent is not to seek an order from a physician for transport, but is requiring supporting documentation from a person with direct knowledge of the patient's condition other than the ambulance personnel, and which will verify the patient's need for ambulance transport such that Medicare should pay for the transport. This rule allows the ambulance service to use an actual developed form or it may use other supporting documentation to back up the claim for medical necessity. Persons other than a physician, the non-physician, can sign documentation as long as the person signing is a facility staff member that has both personal knowledge of the patient's condition at the time of the transport and meets the employment requirements as a staff member of the facility. CMS is proposing to expand the list of staff members that can sign off on this non-physician documentation, signing either a specific form or other documents using the example of forms such as EMTALA forms, medical transforms, and other similar type sets of documentation. Current signatories other than physicians include physician assistants, nurse practitioners, clinical nurse specialists, registered nurses, and those persons claiming the title of discharge planners. The proposed rule expands this list to now include licensed practical nurses, social workers, and case managers, which will be added to the list of acceptable signatories allowed by CMS. All of these people can sign the statements to be handed off when ambulance providers and suppliers are unable to obtain a signed PCS from the attending physician. The attending physician, of course, is the preferred signatory. CMS emphasized that these other non-physician staff members must be employed by the beneficiary's attending physician or the hospital or facility where the beneficiary is being treated and transported from and must also have personal knowledge of the patient's condition at the time the ambulance transport is ordered or the service is furnished. This is a welcomed addition and will help spell relief for the ambulance industry, which at times has struggled to obtain PCS forms with exceptional signatures. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the QMC Board and Column. We hope you found this information helpful and informative. My name is Chuck Humphrey, and I'm a member of the business development team here at QuickMed Claims. To reach out to us, feel free to email us at clientservices at quickmedclaims.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to all of our podcasts. We'd love to have you. Have a great day. And hey, be safe out there.